This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. This is Agents of Shield Cast, your source for the best analysis of the ABC television series Agents of Shield. With your host, Agent Andrew Johnson. If they can bring back Clark Gregg, maybe they can bring back Ed Norton. That'd be weird. Agent Bibbs Bibiani. I got all my ideas from Mr. Belvedere. Come on. Agent Gwen Reyes. Anybody that's not a huge Joss Whedon fan just really needs to pack up their whole life and move to another continent. And Agent Rod Morrow. I feel like someone just ran into your room and gave you a wedgie and then ran back out. They are the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division Critical Analysis Strike Team, a.k.a. The Shieldcast. Agents Assemble, and welcome to another episode of the Agents of Shieldcast. Today, uh, you guys will notice that uh, I'm your host. You guys have been listening. Uh, it's been 20 episodes now. So you should be familiar with, you guys already know I'm not, I see a lot of people in the chat room saying it's not Andrew's not here and neither is Bibbs and neither is Gwen. Damn it. Hell Hydra. <sighs> Hell Hydra. See? Uh, welcome to the Ages of Hate Hydra cast. I am your host, Rod. That's right. I've been a plant the whole time. And this is a brand new take on Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, where uh, we talk about what the fuck we want to talk about because we took over. And there's really nothing anybody can do about it. And you're just going to sit there and enjoy it or you can uh, turn the show off. But uh, yeah, I killed all the other agents. They don't know that we're recording this show right now. But uh, I've been in control the whole time. I put this team together behind Andrew's back and, uh, you know, got rid of Bibbs and Gwen. They're preoccupied with their own stuff. And now it's time for me and my crew to shine. So up first, he is the founder and uh, co-host of all the shows on MovieTrailerReviews.net, the Insanity Check podcast. Uh, it's Chris. What's going on, man? Hell, Hydra. Hell, Hydra. You've been on before. Uh, people might recognize you uh, from your earlier appearances uh, on the Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. Maybe they can go back now and listen for all the clues and hints in that episode that this was coming. Yeah, it should have should have thrown them off when uh, you brought me on to an episode where we did a review and there wasn't even really an episode that time. Yeah, that yeah. was that was right there, guys. Hell Hydra. Mm-hmm. Um, also new to the show, first time ever on Ages of Shield cast. Well, technically, Ages of Hydra cast. He's still never been on the Ages of Shield cast. It's my man Sterling, aka the Wound Guy from the Gaming and Then Some podcast. Uh, what's going on, Sterling? Uh, just blessed to be here. You know, uh, Hell Hydra. Yeah, Hell Hydra. Glad you can make it. Um, also a person that's watched all the shows and, uh, I see, uh, live tweeting it. Uh, and then, uh, no group would be complete without a lady in the group. We also have my wife, co-host of the Blackout Tips, host of Lip Smacking Good podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Neo Nerd, and a person that's watched every episode of the Agents of Shield cast. Mm-hmm. Karen, what's going on? Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. I'm glad all you guys could be here, man. Uh, this week's episode, uh, we had a bunch of technical difficulties. Uh, our cable went out the night that it came on, so we didn't get to watch it live. We had to go on demand to watch it. Which was not fun. Not fun at all. Mm-hmm. Um, then the schedules couldn't get together with the regular crew because I had them off doing different things, preoccupied, so they didn't know what to do. But I just needed them to never see the plan coming for the Hydrocast to start. I can I go ahead and admit that uh, without your knowing, I went ahead and cut your cable off. Yeah, that's what it was. See, that was the thing. Chris was such a sleeper agent. He destroyed my cable 
to make them think that he was on their side. That's how that's how much of a sleeper he is. And uh, everybody thought, oh, well, we just won't be able to have a show with Rod and just Andrew again. But uh, Andrew got called away on business, quote unquote. So, <laughs> yeah, he had no idea he was working for me the whole time. So, um, but let's uh, get into this episode. Karen, can you give me the plot summary for this latest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, uh, Colonel Glenn Talbert pursues Colson's team as they begin to uncover S.H.I.E.L.D.'s darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, another ominous episode. Um, uh, vague description. description we're, back, we're back to those. Uh, we was getting a little too on point lately, and they said... Uh, uh, we let's, can't give y'all too much information. Yeah, let's dial it back so they can't tell what the spoilers are going to be. And it really is a bad uh, <laughs> a bad summary for this episode. Come like, oh, that's kind of what I... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they do that a lot, uh, right. we've noticed, over the over the times we've been reviewing it, where you're like, I guess you could, in a way, that happened. But, uh, yeah, so... um. You know, let, let's let's get into a few things. Uh, you can find this show at uh, filmgeekradio.com. Just search for, uh, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, cast. You can also uh, do stuff like go to filmgeekradio.com and donate. Uh, use their sponsor links so that you can uh, give money to them through Amazon and stuff. Uh, it's all there on the right-hand column. Uh, you can listen to other shows they have there if you want to. Um, not all are hydro control like this one, but you can listen to them anyway. <laughs> um, hopefully that'll be fun for you. You can do stuff like leave us five star reviews or any kind of, actually they accept any kind of reviews on this show, <laughs> but on the Hydrocast, we only accept five star reviews. So if you send anything in less than five stars, I actually won't read it. How about that? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but if you do want to leave a review and, uh, it's five stars on the Hydrocast or the Shieldcast, uh, we will read it on the air and we'll actually give you a position in, Hydra. So if you want to be uh, somebody that pulls a gun on a trusted member of your circle and suddenly uh, pulls a trigger, come join up with the Agents of Hydra cast, guys, okay? For us, it was never really about the movement. It's just more about the opportunity. So um, We're here for you. We're here for you guys, okay? I know you're tired of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast and all the rules and all the stuff that they put down on you. Come join the winning team, Agents of Hydra cast. Um, so leave those reviews on Stitcher and iTunes and, uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. Of course, um, I'm from the blackouttips.com and you know, you can find that at the blackout tips on iTunes, Stitcher and all that stuff too. Um, hell Hydra, of course. Um, let's get right into some things about this episode, man. Um, first of all, let me get everybody's general feelings about the episode. I will start with you first, Karen. What'd you think about this episode, Providence, uh, was the name of it, episode 21. I thought it was good. I liked the- Oh, it actually says episode 18. Sorry about that. But go ahead. Yeah, episode no 18. No problem. I thought it was good. I We've seen a lot of things. We've seen Colson begin to doubt himself based off of the team's doubt on him. Mm-hmm. We've seen how even though the shield does not exist, it's like it's still rules and regulations as far as when the dude took him in the back, and he was like, look, um, yeah, uh, he alive. He was like, but you didn't tell my team that. So you mean, uh, first of all, by the dude, you're talking about Patton Oswalt. Yes. Who plays Agent uh, Koenig in this episode. Um, and uh, not a cameo they really hit because it was in the trailer for this week. Mm-hmm. But um, for, for super nerds, pretty cool, pretty cool moment. But go ahead. Super nerd. 
Yeah, as a, yeah, as a fellow super nerd, it's like, hey, look, look, you got a job. I hear you, player. <laughs> still working. And I like the way they still had connections to the movie because he was like, well, I've been in here since New York. And he was like, well, you've been here that long? He was like, yeah, me and my brother, we got high scores on, you know, Call of Duty and stuff like that. And <laughs> it was funny how he told them, he how he told Colson, hey, I don't know none of them. I trust you. Right. And so Colson has to make a decision because, you know, he's all about being open with the team. And to an extent, it's kind of backbite. It's, it's coming to uh, get him for the fact that uh, Sky is still contacting Ward and all that stuff. And I, and I love the way it ended because I'm like, hey, he got 24 hours. Ain't no telling what's getting ready to happen at Bunker. Okay. All right. Um, so you liked it. What about you, Chris? Uh, how did you feel about the episode Providence? Yo, Ward is evil as shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, if there was any doubt in the episode before that maybe he was a double agent or maybe this was all just a plan or maybe that Victoria Hand is alive. Uh, nah, yo. Ward grew a uh, Hollywood Hogan beard. Mm-hmm. That's a little Hollywood Hogan stubble and shit. Like, this motherfucker went full heel. Um, yeah, they so- went to that barbershop and he was like, nah, I don't need to shave. I'm letting it grow out. And I'm like, evil beard. Right, right. <laughs> he was like, let me get the... Let me get the uh, evil supervillain uh, shape up with the beard. Yeah, so just, uh, yeah, you know, dirty up a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, And what I found is I really like the episode because it feels like I have always been okay with the character, but it feels like the character is just so more, he's so much more relaxed with the character now. And I think that it's on purpose because it's like he's now being himself. And so a lot of stuff opened up in this episode. So it was, it was cool to see. It, it opened up a lot of more questions to me mm-hmm. about what's really going on with Ward, what's his relationship with Garrett, the way they broke into the fridge. I mean, everything about this episode just fit. I mean, again, it wasn't as big as the last episode because the last episode just hit you with so much like, holy shit. But this episode was still very, very, very good because of everything else that they brought in that makes you go, damn, well, shit, that's a, that's a fucking issue. Like when um, the biggest thing to me was when Ward was talking to Reyna, who, by the way, I automatically an episode is great if you bring her in mm-hmm. so just letting you know that because she's fine as shit yeah with them dresses um, mm-hmm. yeah i like yeah. them flower mm-hmm. dresses hello yeah so she's fine as shit so that automatically bumps that episode up to like you know good already but when he was talking to her and he broke down how he gained the trust of the team that was just some shit i'm watching it i'm like you evil motherfucker yo yeah <laughs> like, he just broke he was like yeah well you know how did you she was like how did you gain their trust well i jumped out of a plane and i was like you son of a bitch so you only saved simmons to gain their trust yes that was like that was cool because like i said i'm not 100 percent sure that um they planned this from the beginning but even if you retcon something in a good way you won't be able to tell. And that is like whatever they were doing, they paid attention to what was done before. So him mentioning that moment was a aha moment for me where I was like, wow, this son of a bitch. Like that makes perfect sense. Cause I and, never questioned him after that. And when you think about that, that episode and when he did it, remember he had no emotion on his face when he did it either. He just walked out, grabbed the, grabbed the, uh, the parachute and jumped out of the plane. Something I'm like, he really did. He really just did it like it was a job. Like, yeah. And, when, and then when it was over, he was just like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm just like, evil son of a, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, it was good, yeah. All yeah. right, what about you, uh, Sterling? Like, what were your general feelings on this episode? Of course I liked it. Like, I, I, I don't think there's any episode I really haven't liked of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that he showed a little bit more about what could be coming with Garrett in the future. Because I believe they may have hinted at it um, last episode in the beginning of it but they didn't really talk like nobody said anything, but then you see the shit on the side of his uh, stomach mm-hmm. this episode. Um, 
besides that, like just like the bit, like I like how they're giving Garrett more because before, like in the beginning, I would say he was only there for like a couple uh, scenes in each episode, and then of course he was there all last episode. But like just having him like talk his shit is making me smile each time. I like the uh, dynamic that um, the group doesn't know really what's happening anymore, so people were speaking up and speaking, getting out of pocket where you wouldn't expect it. Like mm-hmm. when um, I believe what Simmons said um like this is a democracy now like you don't tell us what to do when shit was going down like i i, I really appreciated that yeah it, in this move this uh episode was directed by um or uh, wait wait yeah yeah written by um brent fletcher who also wrote girl in a flower dress and uh it was directed by milan Ch- chalov who uh i've never uh heard of before but um we always mention that on the show so i figured i'd mention that for all the film geeks out there that um are like but what about the director apparently uh milan chalov directed the asset which is um another one of my favorite episodes so that's the one i believe that has like a graviton in it and all that shit so they're they're kind of closing out the season with some of their better directors and better um you know uh producers and shit and I, I appreciate that personally i enjoyed this episode thoroughly uh it really actually answered some of my questions um uh, because last episode i just felt like i couldn't breathe at the turn 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 like I, I was like who can you trust who can't you trust who's on whose side what's working too much for you how high does the conspiracy go up but um in this episode man i kind of you know i always feel like colson is the rock of the of the show and he's the one guy that you don't question his allegiance. Like when someone questions his allegiance, I just kind of go, yeah, I guess you have to do that. But I, obviously he's a good guy. Dude, when May asked for his weapon. Right. <laughs> I was like, why are you wasting our time? Are yeah. you are you serious? Yeah. And, and Colson looked at her like, I will fuck you up if you come over here and ask for my gun. He looked at her like, you, you did you walk into the wrong office? What is wrong with you? Are you serious right now? What? Come on. You you just betrayed the whole team. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, Colson is my rock, and I kind of enjoyed seeing the other people's doubts around what Shield was and what it could be, and all this stuff and all the secrecy kind of creep in on him a little bit, especially when it culminated in that one scene um, outside of uh, I believe it was actually called Providence, um, the base, mm-hmm. where he was like fuck it and threw his badge and then the, the machine gun shot and they were like oh well maybe it is a base here so that was pretty cool um i enjoyed when they said um what are we gonna be now agents of nothing sky said that yeah because sky was like i mean he basically told sky we need to destroy the records of everything um uh, which is gonna seems like it's gonna be a big deal because it looks like they'll be destroying all awards records mm-hmm. who if he's this double agent and they still haven't picked up on it yet probably gonna make it even easier for him to lose that trail like and to to, to, like chase down his history and see why and what maybe led him to do this and what they could maybe find from his past i kept noticing they kept mentioning uh the cube as a shield base that was almost taken over but not taken over Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm guessing we'll see that at some point even though now they have these weapons um you know, raiding the vault and getting the weapons, getting the gravitonium again. Um, I thought all that was handled well. Really, really love Bill Paxton. I think he's enjoying the shit out of this role, despite what my um my castmates seem to believe. I think he's doing a great job. Um, he he is him. He is really loving that role. When he went off on that one Hydra agent who uh, was like, "Hail Hydra!" He was like, "Hands down." 
Yeah. Stop being, yeah, stop being you're acting like a West uh, Texas cheerleader. Yes. <laughs> He's fucking killing it, man. He's enjoying the. And then when they try to uh, get into the fridge, and he didn't tell uh, Ward that they were gonna use the helicopter. Yes. Yeah, he told, uh, and he and he's having a good time with it. Where it's like, um, you know, I wanted to ele- even when he gets in the elevator, and they're like, "How'd you guys know to come here?" He's like, "Uh, cause uh, we called him, or, or like, you know, just giving away their cover." And then Ward has to kill both the dudes. He's like, "A little warning next time." Like he, like he's just kind of enjoying this role. The character's written very loosely for him to be able to ham it up and have some fun and tell these weird backstories that you kind of drone out in as he's telling them like it reminds me of the one time that we were trapped in budapest and i was and you're just like i don't know where bill pack is going with this but this is amazing how uh war's so annoyed um but uh let's talk about some some specifics from the episode um what do you guys think about ward and sky's relationship and how uh you know it's kind of blossoming into on the show even though she doesn't really know how he really is Mm -hmm. uh karen what do you think that's gonna be interesting because you know he called it was all lovey-dovey you know he was like tom brady he was like you don't even like football and he was like well the word that she knows would do some stuff would do that so it's one of those things where you know she's basically like you know i'll take you up on that drink so it's like well, are they going to sleep together? How intimate is it going to get with them? You know, because he was even telling uh, the, the woman in the flower dress, Arena, about um, his relationship uh, with, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, the with, other female. Uh, with May. With May. And was saying, like, I purposely got intimate with her. Like, did, like Yeah, that was an interesting turn because... Up until this point, we kind of had been led to believe that May was the one who was cold and emotionless about that, and maybe he was compromised. Turns out, you know, it, it, he kind of was flipping the tables on her. Oh, that's why I said that May's got to kill him now, because she he played the fuck out of her, so yeah. she, she's got to kill him. <laughs> yeah, especially once she finds out that, because I think eventually the truth will come out, mm-hmm. and it's going to be what happens when it comes out, how betrayed is she going to feel, and the thing about it, Sky is smart because he took he took that uh little diss thing from her, but she had it set up where if anybody else touched it but her, that she'd erased. Mm-hmm. And he was like, damn it, she would think about it. In his mind, he was like, I should have thought a step in front of her Right. So that she wouldn't put these precautions up. So now he's like, I got to waste my time and go back. And I didn't have plans on going back. Right. Because they had the, the hard drive from the bus that has all this secret information. And it was something I brought up last episode. I was like, wow, he has a hard drive now. What do you do about that? I didn't know she had this super secret security protocol only she could unlock. Um, but it does mean that he has to go back into the lion's den and protect his cover next week. And I can't wait to see what he has to do to keep them from being suspicious long enough to get her to open up that uh that that hard drive for him and and it makes sense for her to do that for the fact that she's so much into technology like if she didn't have something like that i would almost question the writing maybe that's just Mm -hmm. me because like she's the one that comes up with the technology part because anytime like when she had got shot everything went away Nobody knew how to do anything. Nobody knew really how to function stuff around. So it's like it would make sense for her character to think of something like that. Um, what about you, Chris? What did you think about the relationship between Ward and Sky? I, I still don't know what to believe because, like you said, she uh, Ward played May and having and, and made it seem like he was 
you know, really like some dope that was really falling for May. And I, while I do believe, because even Garrett said something about he developed some kind of feelings for uh, uh, Sky, mm-hmm. I still think he views her as just, you know, a mark. So yeah. it's like I, <clears throat> every every time that they had, even in the episode last, the last episode when they had that kiss and, you know, all this, that, you know, it was, they were like really going over top with, you know, him saying, you know, saying all the stuff with her and stuff like that. I just felt like he was playing her. And now I really believe that with him coming back now. It's like, I feel like he has some kind of feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And knowing that this is a Whedon show, I feel like it could end up being something kind of like with the, the race that Buffy and, and Angel had. Mm-hmm. And some other shows have done it where, you know, you have a guy who t- goes full evil. And then eventually they ends up, you know, he becoming good again. It could happen later down the line. But right now, I, be- I don't believe that there's anything really there mm-hmm. of, sub- of substance. But that he's really just on some, yeah, I have some feelings for, but a job's still a job, and I have the same to do. So I feel like whatever he owes or feels for his loyalty to to, to Garrett is way more than anything he has with Scott. Yeah, because he does mention that he owes Garrett for something, and he doesn't say what, but it sounds like. He said, like, everything, right? Yeah, it was everything, right? He's like, I owe I owe you know the the uh, the guys on the bus. I owe them something, but I owe war, I owe uh, Garrett everything. Um, right. The the other thing I was gonna say too that relationship um, when Sky calls him and basically puts him on to all of their plans, mm-hmm. you know, and it's almost she's doing everything except twirling her phone her her hand in the phone cord, like mm-hmm. just like you just she's so over the top in love with this dude, and he. Um, while he doesn't, like you said, he doesn't seem to want to do her any more harm than he has to. Um, he, like, he only kind of makes a small, like, concession to Garrett. Like, come on, man, I don't want to have to kill this girl. And he's like, all right, well, I'll give you a chance to, like, go get the shit without killing her. But, uh, you might have to kill her if it don't go right. And, and he's like, okay. <laughs> right. Ward doesn't have much of a hang up about that. He's like, oh, I got to do what I got to do. But even um, when, uh, I, I think it was, uh, Earlier this episode, when he was complaining about, I think it was something like you didn't have to have her shot or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And he was just like, "Well, what did you develop feelings for?" It was like, "Well, I mean, come on, you didn't have to do that." Right. It, it wasn't one of those, man. You 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 shot my girls. One of those, man. Come on, I, I kind of she she's all right. She's good people, so you don't gotta shoot her. But I mean, if she died, then uh, okay, you know, it's like you should have given me some warning so I could have really dumped my feelings beforehand. So it doesn't feel like he really is like. It's like one of those feelings you get when you're around somebody for so long that you're like, damn, you know what? This person really is kind of innocent. I don't want them to go, but if I got to put a bullet in them. You, you know, know, I will say this. When Lorelai possessed his mind, she did say he was in love with one of the people on the plane, but not May. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe he does have genuine feelings for Scott, but it just does. It doesn't go above and beyond whatever his loyalty to Hydra and Garrett is. Mm-hmm. Um. And I noticed on the phone conversation with Scott, he says, it's not the first time my identity's been compromised. So now I had this feeling like, is your name even Ward, nigga? Like, dude, <laughs> they might be Andre Johnson for all we know. <laughs> Agent of Hydra. Um, Sterling, what do you think about Sky and uh and Ward's relationship? Um, like it felt forced in the beginning, but then you realize it was supposed to be forced, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it moved so quick. Like it felt like they were like kind of just flirting maybe like four or five episodes back and then what like the episode before last like it was like wait y'all got like this you move this fast this quickly and shit and then i think like he said something to her like 
you know, like I'm a bad person or whatever, like right before he goes out and like goes to raid two on everybody in that hallway and shit. Yes. But um this ep like this episode, like I still liked it. Like you could definitely see like he has her like wrapped around her finger, like when she called and like she does that like deep heavy sigh when when he picks up the phone and shit. Mm-hmm. And I think um within like maybe the next episode or two, like all the shit's gonna hit the fan between them. Did y'all notice also uh when he was talking about, you know, the information he gave Garrett? He said he told Garrett about the, the cellist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, I wonder yeah. how that's gonna come back. I well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I think I may have seen something in the um the coming attraction or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's about to go down. Yeah, so I'm gonna come back with that cellist, dude. Like, you don't just throw that out there. That's been a kind of a major theme with Colson ever since. Um, I want to say Iron Man two. They might have brought it up, and yep. they brought it up in Avengers, and they brought it up in Iron Man three. They brought it up on the show. Uh, we might be getting to meet her not in a good way like something bad might be happening to her all right another thing man what'd you guys think about the special effects and tech for um this this week's episode i I think it's actually been outstanding for the last four or five weeks um but you know i noticed a little thing you know the gun obviously that they had um the uh the special effects even when they cut to the to the bus and it's flying like 75 feet above the water of the ocean it's just like little shit like that where I'm like, wow, they really are spending a little bit more money. So, Karen, what do you think about the special effects? I It was really cool just from the gun when Coulson threw his badge mm-hmm. in the air. And it was like, yeah, it was metal, so you you made it have to shoot, shoot you know, shoot it. And just from the when they were in the fridge, mm-hmm. when they were um, doing those holes, how those holes were like really clean cut. Yeah. I liked... Uh, just the even even in the situation where they were low tech for the fact that everything was going array but awry awry i'm sorry arrive mm-hmm. but just the technology was there he was like do we have the internet tell me something good she was like yeah we have the internet <laughs> he was like yay you know <laughs> and it was just one of those things where even in the low tech it was tech because even with the badges he had to punch in the code to put his to put their badges and things in there uh, even with her scrubbing stuff off the internet, you know, it's more of a low tech thing, but it's still one of those things where it's like, wow, stuff that the you know the normal person wouldn't even think about they're doing. Uh it with Raina when they were uh giving her uh the blue stuff that he stole and mm-hmm. they was like, We don't know what's in any of these vials. Mm-hmm. One of them is bound to be whatever it is that they took, you know, help us. So it's and I like that part of it. I've yeah. always liked the technology in it, uh, bec- and it's gotten better over time. And like you say, I think the more money and the bigger their budget is, the more they're able to uh, do a lot of more technical stuff. And also, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back a little bit. Um, when Ward shot that old man, mm-hmm. uh, I think an episode or two ago, uh, that they the first person that they thought the was clair- the fake clairvoyant yeah, that they thought was a clairvoyant mm-hmm. and and it began to make me question it was like did you really shoot for sky or did you shoot because this person was about to actually tell who the real clairvoyant was at the time well i think he shot him as part of the plan and that was supposed to be the dead end of we got the clairvoyant <gasps> oh, but okay. and it, and it kind of worked because people yes, bought did. that he did it for sky they stopped asking questions they assumed they got the clairvoyant and then next thing you know, two episodes later, it turns out it's Garrett. True. Um, I also like that uh, side note that Raina was pissed mm-hmm. when she found out that this nigga was uh, the clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. She, was really, she was like, really? You don't have no powers? But you had said, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have no powers. I'm just real smooth like that, bitch. 
And I was like, uh, wow, he really just tried to play her like he was pimping. But uh, <laughs> kind of mentioned that she kind of does though. Yeah, she does have powers. And he's like, I'm using your powers, baby. Like I say, you sound like a pimp. Like the only thing missing was the B word. Like he just really <laughs> turned into a pimp right there. Like, I don't got no powers, baby, but I got you. And I just bought you that flower dress. That now you, you like. yeah, use your powers to get me what I need. So yeah, um, you know, she seemed pretty pissed. And I noticed she asked Ward a couple questions and it seems like her power is making people tell the truth. So he seemed to be kind of forthcoming. But um, what y'all think about the tech? You know, like I said, the bus flying low, obviously trying to be under the radar or something. Um, you know, the guns, like all that stuff. What did you guys think about the tech? Yeah. Um, you want to go, Chris? Oh, you want back, Chris? Go ahead. Oh, just real quick. I, I'll just say it looks like, you know, they kind of saved. I think the tech throughout the season has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they've done, even with the fight core, uh, choreography and the, um, uh, the effects, but I think you know, making sense. You you finish on a strong note. So right. if you watch any season of any show, their best effects usually come towards the end of the season. And that's what we're getting right now. So we're getting some of the the the, the better effects towards the end of the season. I mean, it makes sense, and you know, I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sterling? Yeah. Um, the shit like the once again the shit on Garrett's side, which is making me like hype up for hopefully something else. Um, the wall movement, like the the door for Providence being just built into the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, that was dope. The helicopter and, um, scene. Yes. Yes. And, um, cause like, I appreciate that because like with the, um, the one before and last week when it was the two drones shooting, the, uh, trying to shoot Paxton down, mm-hmm. like that didn't look as realistic as it could have to me, mm-hmm. but like that helicopter, like it looked like they actually had that there for me. And I, I dug that. And, um, the BFG that they found in the fridge. Like, yes. Nigga Paxton was like fucking big ass but. plasma cannon, man. They were mm-hmm. he he just immediately started shooting shit too. Like he was having so much fun. Like he just was like, got a gun. What are we gonna do with this now? Um, but uh the other thing too is um, you know, they they found gravitonium again. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm assuming that'll come back up <laughs> before the end of the season. Gave it to Quinn. Yeah, yeah. So Quinn uh, is pretty diabolical, and I'm assuming <laughs> Shield's gonna have to come get him because uh, he's going full bad guy. He's got the scar to prove it and everything. Yo, isn't there a dude in that gravitonium? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. but yeah. they, they don't know that yet, do they? Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think they yeah. know that graviton's in there. Yeah, because the dude, the the scientist, whatever, fell in, and then they just took it. They don't actually nobody knows that he's in there. Mm-hmm. Right. And Quinn was pissed, yo. I like the fact that he was mad that. Like, everybody was mad when they find out that Garrett... <laughs> right. <laughs> everybody just felt played. Right. It's like, what years. do you mean you put me in there? It's like, you had me sitting in a... Like, why did I even why did I even get in business with you? I had a good life before this. Like, he was pissed. Um, what y'all think about the start of this episode, which is so funny, because I said uh, last week, I was like, well, you know, Coulson is now kind of the acting head of S.H.I.E.L.D., even if he doesn't know it, because Hand is dead. Um he's probably going to have to try to organize something with shield because if not, then who, you know, he thinks fury is dead. Hands dead. Half the ages are dead or, or betrayed. And I noticed at the beginning of this episode, all those empty desks were now full of shield agents. He was looking at the big screen. He was coordinating things. And then he gets a call from general Talbot. And, uh, he was like, um, hold up. What player y'all, y'all trying to come through and, uh, want to talk to us. Everybody pack the shit, let's go. And they got the fuck out of there. What'd y'all think about that? Because 
I think now we can officially say they've kind of run with the Captain America shield is no longer shield uh, thing. Uh, and I'll start with you this time, uh, Sterling, first. Yeah, like I, I definitely think they did because I didn't notice this the first time. But during that scene, when the news clip is playing, mm-hmm. it's playing the end of Captain America, too. Yes. Like yes. On, on loop, like uh, the, the ship crashing through and everything. Like, I, I love it. And I definitely love, like, the way um, Coulson, obviously being, like, the better agent, nuanced his way into figuring out that a Talbot was lying by asking, like, what you coming here for? And you saw he took that pause and, like, moved his head. He's like, you know, to ask questions. He's like, yeah, nigga, I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> it ain't worth all this, man. Yeah, I, I love the little, the like, he just turned on heel and was like, all right, like, it could be, you know, like, we might get, you know, like, you know, we might have to go to jail for a little bit, whatever, or they could be blowing us the fuck up. So we're just going right. to leave. He was like, best case scenario, we get held up in questioning for six months. Yeah. So, but that's and, probably not happening. Right. And you can't do that with all, with all the Hydra on the loose with a head start and bases being infiltrated. They came to him and basically told him there was only like three or four bases currently operational yeah. for S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, you definitely don't want to be caught up doing Senate hearings for six months while Hydra's out there doing whatever the hell they want to. Yeah, and the Senate don't even know what the hell they want to do because, like, in in the Cap Two, like Romanoff is in front of everybody and is like, "You're not going to do shit," and just walks away. Mm-hmm. Like, they ain't about to stop no shield. Chris, what what about you, man? What you think about the uh, them hightailing it out of Shield headquarters? Oh yeah, I love that because uh, Coulson was, <laughs> and then also <laughs> when Coulson talked told uh, Talbot, it's like, "Yeah, uh, you can take one of those planes over there, but you're not coming with us." Like, mm-hmm. Coulson immediately went into not trusting anyone. Which again, it's it's good when you think back to how <clears throat> this is why I've loved this whole entire season is the development of the character. When Coulson first started, he was trusting of everything that was it was all about order. I mean, even you think back into the, the movies, Coulson was always into order. He was always into just doing what he was supposed to be doing. I mean that was the reason why Tony Stark always joked him, because Coulson was that straight laced I mean, this is a guy who who goes into doing an assault in a fucking uh suit and tie. You know, it's like he's straight laced. So when you know, General Tal- uh, Talbert's coming, and they're like, "Yeah, the Air Force are gonna come by, and you know they're gonna talk to us." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not buying any of that shit. We're gonna get on this plane. Uh, you're not coming with us because I don't trust you, and um, that's how we're gonna do. And because I can't trust anybody right now, you know. And I I love that fact of it because, again, it's where this character is going. And it actually need, you know, a lot of people questioned why uh, this team. And why we are focused on this small team of individuals. And now you know why. You could not do this kind of stuff. And and it wouldn't have fit with what they did with Captain America if you had a huge team of uh, super uh, shield agents. It, it wouldn't make sense. With mm-hmm. this small ragtag group of, of agents you have here, it's more personal and it makes sense. It makes sense that Coulson can, can leave. and not be cra- You have no idea what happens to the other, the other agents. Remember, he says that some... Of the agents stayed by. Some of them left, you know. So Shield really kind of just dis- disbands right then yeah, and there. Like some of them um turned themselves in and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and Karen, did you think? What did you think about them just kind of leaving things right away? Uh, I think that uh, Coulson was like, "Oh, they don't send the crew cut hair dude if we trying to have <laughs> formal discussions." You normally send, you know the. The dude with his hair gel down real good, or the balding dude, you know, you get the dude with the with the haircut and the mustache. You're like, uh, y'all coming to shoot us? I'm out. Yeah, 
Um, another scene that happened, and I agree with all you guys, obviously. Uh, another thing that happened that I thought was funny was the scene Chris mentioned earlier where May tries to take Colson's gun because she feels he may be compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this is ultimately ended by his uh standing in front of that gun, uh, basically testing testing his own faith and saying, I still believe in Shield and I'm willing to die for this cause because she was kind of naysaying him the entire time. You know, like, yeah. you're wrong, you're going to get us all killed. And the thing that struck out to me is that um, May could take that gun from him if she wanted. Yeah. She yeah. just knew she was wrong deep down, and she still wants to gain his trust, and it does matter. So I still have hope for that relationship, uh, even though, um, you know, obviously it's extremely damaged at this point. I mean, at one point he just tells her, like, she's he's like can you get the bus in the air and she was like well it might do this and i need about 10 minutes like just do it and like cuts her off so he's being kind of pissy speaking of being pissy what about the turn that fitz has taken because he seems pretty upset the entire show i don't know if it's the relationship between simmons and triplet who's now on the uh who's now on the bus with them or or what but uh he does not seem to like something that's going yeah, on right now he came at a triplet's neck a couple times in the show yeah yeah like in this episode like when the um the arm or the control arm on the ramp wouldn't go up mm-hmm. and um when he questioned colson yep yep um and simmons vouched for triplet mm-hmm. uh which you know and, and you see fitz kind of watching this like okay uh karen what'd you think about this because you were talking to me about this off air yeah i i think that when colson says it's your problem it's one of those things where I'm like, brother, don't mess up. Because if you mess up, she going to fall in the edge. She going to be crossed off the list, too. Because he's like, he's here because you vouch for him. If he messes around and not who you think he is, both of y'all held accountable. And I think, too, that he does have an issue with him. Because he even talked to her. He was like, is our relationship going to change? And she was like, sweetie, it's already changed. What are you talking about? And it will never be the same again. And yeah. I think he t- he really, really, really took that to heart. That was cold-blooded. She hit him with that. Oh, you've been in the friend zone. Yeah, she like she wanted to pat him upside the head and give him a treat. Yeah, I mean, when I tried to give you that sandwich and you was acting like you wanted to be a badass? Yep. Well, Should have paid attention to me. Uh, what did you think about it, Sterling? I, like, I dug it, of course. Like um, like I said, um, you could tell. That he has an issue with Triplet, and be, and because of the shit he says at um when they're outside of Providence, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want anything to change. Like I think if I'm not mistaken, like the um the first time they all met, like he like he was kind of like off standing, off putish to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he'll um end up like fixing this shit sooner or later. But you know, definitely, uh, the anger that Fitz displays, because he's a really good actor too. But how mm-hmm. angry he was over the last two episodes. It does kind of make me wonder, like, if he could take a heel turn at some point or mm-hmm. do something to fuck up the team out of, like, jealousy or anger without thinking it through because, um, you know, he seems pretty pissed lately. Yeah, I think um, either Fitz or Simmons, one of their turn, like, one of them is about to take a darker turn sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I won't say go to Hydra or betray him, but just mm-hmm. something fucked up because that, that, you could just see it brute like that one's not going well. Unlike the Sky Ward May triangle, where everyone kinda seemed to be casual about it, like, well, this shit isn't working out, whatever. This one seems a lot more like, you know, why won't she give me some? So, Chris, what did you think about the uh Sky Ward trip I mean Sky Simmons 
I mean, Fitz Simmons triplet thing. See, I look at it different. I don't really think that Fitz. I mean, after after it being so well, I don't really look at it Fitz having like any kind of romantic interest in Simmons. I really mm-hmm. do feel like like I really thought when they first had the uh, when they were first on the show, other than brother and sister, I because their too. relationship comes off so much like brother and sister. So I I feel like there could be some jealousy there, but it's not a romantic thing. It's more of like this is my sister you're talking to. Like, I don't want her to get hurt. And if you think back to, like, even Fitz when he had to go into the field with Ward that one time, Fitz doesn't, Fitz doesn't like feeling like he doesn't get any respect. And that's the thing about it. I don't, like, and I think when it comes to having Triplet come in there, it's a new Ward. Like, he earned the respect of Ward. Now he has to earn the respect of a new specialist who looks at him as just another geek, you know? And whether he has romantic interest in Fitzsimmons or not, I think it, he doesn't like the fact that he gets treated as just some geek. Like mm-hmm. he wants to be useful and seen as useful. And that's what his thing is. And so I feel like that's where his whole thing coming. I'm not saying that that won't lead to something down the line. I think it will as far as him pick fucking up or maybe even Simmons. Cause I think she's too trusting and she's a really bad liar. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's a good dynamic there, but uh, ask something else in that um, I wanted to go, to go back to the May. Yeah. And, uh, Ward. No, May and Colson thing. Okay. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder too, because this is the second week she says something about maybe needing to put Colson down or maybe he's changed from what they did to him. Mm-hmm. I still think there's something else going on there. Like something might actually happen to Colson that changes him or something. Like it's not the life model decoy thing because we were past that. Mm-hmm. But something else is going to happen with how they brought him and Sky back because. She like she. This is the second week in a row she's brought this up. I mean, they, she said they put the team together and they put Ward on the team to put Colson down if necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, now she's demanding his gun because she's like, I don't know what's gonna happen now that the stress level is up. Maybe he, something's gonna happen and he won't be able to hold, hold in control. What's gonna happen to him? So I feel like there still might be something there. It might not happen this season, but maybe seasons down the line we're gonna come back to this and we're gonna be like, holy shit, there was something there. So mm-hmm. I still think there's something something else going on with that. Well, she they, did say that she was there to monitor him directly from Fury. So right, yeah. right. So I said also um, that Fury wasn't the one that like did the program to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I think there's just so much more. Like we know enough right now just to, to to quash those life model decoy shit and stuff like that. But there's still something else going on there. Well, we haven't gotten a definitive answer, and I still think it's something to do with that. In my opinion, Cree, uh looking alien, uh, which I brought up the first time they showed it. I was like, I think that's a Cree. I think it's still something to do with that. Maybe it'll be tied into Galaxy, Galaxy of the Guardians or something. But I feel like they can't end the, the season without put at least like nailing that down to a reason. Even if that just leads to more questions, just a specific this is what happened and this is why it's so, you know, like crazy. My prediction, I think uh, we're going to find out why Sky is a fucking uh, 084. Mm, that would be because nice. Because she's, she, we, we keep forgetting that. I mean, there's so many little things mm-hmm. that's happened this season that you kind of keep forgetting. And that's one of the other big things there, too, that I believe Ward and them don't know. Right. Because right now, only May and Colson and uh, Sky know about her being an 084. Yep. Nobody else knows that shit. And so, I also think Simmons is kind of on to something because she, remember she was testing the blood. She's trying to, the whole reason she was at the, uh, shield headquarters was to figure out what was going on with Sky and why this, 
they couldn't reproduce this formula from her blood. So she might be on just a thread and maybe she'll be the person that kind of figure it out and confront everybody. All right. Uh, another thing that, um, that, uh, I, I was noticing too, uh, Patton Oswalt really enjoyed him as kind of a breath of fresh air. Uh, I felt like, uh, we had been under suspicion of everybody for so long that just 15 minutes of a guy that feels like you can trust him is enjoying his role, telling everybody what's going on on the show and has some pretty funny jokes, you know, talked about being great at Call of Duty because all he does is sitting there uh, by himself every day and play Xbox with his brother uh, online. Like, I kind of enjoyed that change of pace. What did you guys think about that character, uh, Patton Oswalt, who's playing uh, Agent or Keurig or something like that. Like Eric Kenegg or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. something, something like that. Yeah, Kenegg. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. so, uh, what do you think about that character, Karen? I enjoyed the character because, like you said, just the way it starts when it opens and they come in, you was like, you, you felt like we can trust him. You was like, I don't know. Like, you didn't feel like they was walking into a trap in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And he even took him on a tour. This is the cafeteria. This is the bathroom, you know. Tell May to bring the plane around. We got somewhere where she can park it. But even uh, through that, he was like, Colson is the only one that I truly trust. Even though everybody else is trusting me, you're the only one that I trust. And that goes to show you how important uh, everybody thinks Colson is and how Colson's faith in eventually finding out the truth and trusting people can be good and bad. But mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where he was like, are you threatening to me? He was like, yes. Okay, let's go on with this. So it's one of the things like, if you tell, I will have to kill you because this is very, very valuable um, information. And and he was almost like the sunshine in the midst of their storm almost. Like he was kind of the lighthearted part of it. And to go back a little bit to something that Chris was saying about Fitz, uh, I think that it's going to be interesting how Fitz responds to Ward because Fitz's purpose was after he saved Simmons, from uh, when she tried to, when he she jumped at the sky and he wanted to be like a bro bro and, and show how strong he was and they had that whole episode together. It's going to be interesting to see how he responds if he mentally breaks down because his whole purpose, like y'all say, is to show his manlyhood and show how tough he is and show how strong he is. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting to see how he responds when he feels like, well, maybe I went through this for nothing. You know, who do I trust? You know, I I, I, I don't even know what to think anymore. And with his intelligence, he could be very dangerous. Well, seeing him, seeing how Ward's reveal affects the, everyone on the team is going to be awesome because everyone's on edge. Everyone has their loyalties tested everyone's distrusting and i think because i feel like the team feels a little disjointed right now mm-hmm. it might be the thing to bring the team back together like okay we have to get this dude he got he got us all no matter how you feel about each other there's one thing we know for sure it's he's bad now um so maybe we'll see that happen uh what'd you guys think about uh i'll start with you sterling what'd you think about Patton Oswalt's character yeah i loved him on there i like i've been a huge fan of him for a long long time just because he's been such a uh, super nerd mm-hmm. like like D and D level nerd, you know what I mean? And um seeing him on there like from the beginning, like uh you can see like he was a stickler for everything to be the way it was supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. when um he said that uh Colson like Colson told me through the uh shield at him and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean at at the uh gun, he was like, Well, you'll get a lanyard. I mean like that's all I can that's all I can tell you. Like that's gonna be hard to get back. <laughs> and then like totally just ignoring everybody else mm-hmm. in the uh 
cafeteria, like, because he's like, I don't trust him. I, I like, you trust him, niggas. I don't trust him. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. And then, like, totally, like, uh, fanboying out over Colson. Like, for that one second when he tells him, like, you know, he's like, I'm level six. He's like, I'm Colson. Like, you see, like, he breaks his shit for a little bit, kind of like, um, Colson did in the Avengers with Captain America. And then, um, when they walk back into the, uh, other room and he just, like, lets it off, like, easily, like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, like, yeah, Fury's alive. Yeah. Like, her, <laughs> that, shit, that shit was just great to me. Yeah, that, that was cool, man. Um, and, and yeah, and he was funny too, which, mm-hmm. you know, there haven't been a lot of funny beats, man. Like, unless you're in the dark comedy, like I am. But there have not been a lot of like, you know, the 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 start of this. Like, this is amazing, and it's such a weeding show. The start of this season compared to now, it feels like two different shows. Just mm-hmm. this show feels dark and brooding and high stakes, and the start of this shit was more whimsical. Case of the week, you know. Let's see how we can handle this stuff, guys. And now it's all like, uh, who's gonna get killed? You know. So, um, it was cool here and 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 also it made sense that he would say hey i can't tell everybody about uh fury being alive because guess what there's traitors all amongst all amongst shield like this is not information that needs to get out only a few people got cleared your team is not cleared and it's for the best because ward is a fucking double agent dog like you definitely don't want to tell him that fury is still alive uh chris what'd you think about Patton oswald yeah, before we get into that, just I just want to say that, mm-hmm. you know, this is why when people always go, man, you know, four episodes in, man, this case of the week thing is not going to work. Well, you guys, this is how TV shows work. Right. Like, every show isn't a huge reveal every episode. I mean, sometimes you have to do this stuff to kind of build into what you're getting towards the end. I feel like uh, this is why some shows I feel like burn out after like one or two seasons mm-hmm. because they, they go with that high octane uh, feel right out the gate and then they can't sustain that because it's just like come on you need these these the the uh, those case of the week episodes to kind of build to something later on into the season but as far as um this character i actually enjoyed it and here's the thing i again because i'm not trusting anybody right now i believe what he's saying that he, i'm not saying he's bad or anything like that i just don't believe that he's as nerdy or as like innocent as he's portraying himself to be because right now he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just the guy that's been locked in the, in, you know, in the like, why him? Like, why would you put that one guy mm-hmm. in a facility, a black facility that nobody knows about, off the completely off the grid? He's got some stuff going on. Like, yeah. he, like he he can like, like, why would why out of all the people that you could tell, why would Fury trust him with the knowledge that Fury's alive? He even told uh, Captain America at the end of Cap Two, if anybody asks where I'm at, he pointed to the grave, tell him I'm here. You know. So he's not telling anybody else really that he's alive either. So I just feel like this character knows a lot more than what he's letting on right now. And that, you know, like you said, he, I mean, just the matter of fact way he told Coulson that Fury was still alive. You know, he brought him into the room and then was like talking about other shit. It was like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, Fury's still alive. You know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that was so casual. Right, I don't, I don't trust some new dudes over there, but uh, I'm supposed to trust you. So yeah, I'll let you know, but you can't tell them because um, yeah, Fury doesn't trust them. So yeah, it's weird too, um, because I can't remember how the episode goes. I'm gonna have to go back and read it. I mean, watch, watch it again. But I wonder if Ward doesn't know that the Gravitonium uh contains uh the dude who's gonna go on to become Graviton. No, no one does. Because no. remember, at the end, mm-hmm. he falls in, and then it, I think it was after after credit scene or you know mm-hmm. how they do it. Yeah, it was. 
Oh, and uh, where they show his arm coming out a little bit. Okay, yeah. so they all know he fell in, but nobody knows he might have Franklin Hall might have control over it. I thought only Colson seen it. Remember, didn't he tell everybody else to leave? He, yeah, but he oh. didn't see him like the arm come out. He just won't fall in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They don't know he's in control of it, but I thought but no, nah, that makes sense. Cause I yeah, until he pops out of that shit, no one knows. So that makes sense. Only Colson really knew that he was he told everybody, but that that uh Franklin yeah. was underneath there. Because remember that that whole facility where he was held housed at wasn't even on the map. Cause yeah. Garrett didn't even fucking know. I know? cannot wait for Quinn to fuck with that gravitonium. <laughs> Cause you know Franklin Hogg gonna pop out of there like what the fuck are you doing, dog? You're know, gonna be like, This is my home. You're not fucking with my home now. They also another casual thing yeah. they tossed out there, they released all the criminals. Mm-hmm. Casually just threw that out there, like, yeah, the criminals is back. That'll keep busy for a while. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm kind of uh, you know, kind of digging that. Um. You guys think we're gonna get some death lock soon? I think we got to. Cause you people know, kind of forget he's out there. You know, he just shows up every once in a while, like, just fucking everything up. I want more. I want more death lock. Um. Mm-hmm. This, this is how you know the episodes have been good. Like you only get a glimpse of him, like the last like three, two, three episodes, and like, even the last two you haven't seen him at all, mm-hmm. and you're still like, damn, we still got Deathlock out there. Right, just another problem for them to have to deal with. And there was something else too about uh, Deathlock. Oh, I wonder if this Talbot guy is gonna become a major character. He's played by um one of the dudes from Heroes, the brother um that was like trying to be mayor and shit. So I'm assuming that you know he doesn't have a lot going on right now so maybe he can become a part of the show and i'm kind of here for it man i like this idea i've always said it from day one this idea that shield is the government and they have government oversight and then colson and his team are these quirky independent people that if you really take a look at it kind of uh going against protocol and breaking a lot of rules Mm -hmm. you know and i think it gets you know i was funny because in the beginning it was so lighthearted. um so many people were like, well, it's not really a big deal, or I guess they just decided not to do it. And I was always like, you know, if you just add all this shit up, Colson's kind of a problem. <laughs> and to see it kind of come to a head now, you know, and this latest thing where he's just like, yeah, fuck a hearing. I'm, I'm, we out after being the face on the phone when the, when the general called, by the way. So you know that dude is going to be like, uh, where's Colson? He told me he would be here. Uh, yeah, he just left. Uh, they just, uh, him and his team just dipped. Like, I feel like those are some things I'll be looking forward to coming up, uh, next week. Anything that you guys will be looking forward to, uh, and just, uh, you know, for the chat room, if you have questions or anything you want to look forward to, just put them in the chat. We'll, we'll cover mm-hmm. them there. Um, uh, Karen, anything you're looking forward to coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, y'all mentioned the death lock. Uh, how the, uh, clairvoyant is, well, well, John Paxton, but how he's going to tell uh, Deathlock that he's not the real clairvoyant, uh, clairvoyant. Yeah, you know what I noticed? Garrett has something on his side that looks kind of like mm-hmm. Deathlock's leg. Yeah, that's what I, on like, his torso. I think he's going. He's actually not who he says he is. Like it's real. Mm. Su- it's real subtle. But mm-hmm. if he turns and his name isn't really John Garrett, mm-hmm. he could be Grim Reaper. Only because like two di- like two different things. Like in the episode before this, like you know when the um the drones are chasing them, mm-hmm. um they play "Don't Fear the Reaper" when they zoom in on his face. Yeah. Mm. Like even though it's Reaper drones, but also in this episode when they're walking through the fridge, he talks about uh I think the villain's name is Griffin, 
like uh, yeah. Johnny Horton, but, but he shits yeah. on him in the way another villain would. Hilarious like, too. He's like he had yeah. lion hands, uh, lion yeah, claws like, for hands. Yeah, like the way he said it wasn't like yeah we stopped the bad guy. He's like he's such a dipshit. Like I'm better than him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think like it may go somewhere else else with them because he definitely had that shit on his side. And and also I wonder who does he report to. Like it, like the way it looks like, it looks like he's not the highest level. At least I don't think he's the highest level of Hydra. I think is it goes deeper than him. I might be wrong, but I just think it's a little deeper than. I don't think he's the top or the head of it. Mm-hmm. And Grim Reaper, can you give like a little background on him as a comic book character, if you have any, um, Sterling? I yo, I don't like. Okay. I had to um wiki that dude. Like all okay. I seen was like he was evil as shit, and like he was like a few. <laughs> like yeah, I don't. Okay. Um, Chris, were you saying something or no? No, I was just laughing. You were like, you're yeah. evil. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that, that, that's, that's much about, that, that, that's Garrett and Ward right there. They're, they're evil. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked up a little bit of something on Wiki. It says he's the brother of Simon Williams, who's wow, yeah. Wonder Man. Um, I don't so even know who that is. Wonder Man, he's like one of the Avengers that just didn't make the cut for these movies. Okay. You know what's um, funny, though? I think people were trying to say that they thought Ward eventually would be Wonder Man. Hmm. Well, you know, they did bring up their brothers. You know, maybe um, um, Garrett might be the older brother of, of Dude, I, yeah, that would make so much more sense because they Why? never show. Yo, you know what? Like, not to cut you off, but like, because he says he owes him everything, and didn't he pull him out that well? Yeah, well, he was. Yeah, like they don't tell you which kid is which kid when it mm-hmm. comes to that well shit. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just a real like I think that's gonna come back and. It'll be funny because that'll immediately jump up. Cause my, not, you know, I don't want to fuss too much, but like my thing with a lot of the criticism of the show when we do the week to week reviews has been, well, if, if, if they, if they bear out what they put on the screen and they make it pay off, then I think you can't be so critical. And people really hated the well episode, which I, I didn't hate at all, but people really disliked it. But if it turns out that, Hey, that goes back and that was, um garrett and that was ward and their brothers or anything like that where they use that material i feel like you have to forgive and raise that episode rating up because it actually did matter you know it, it was in hindsight it was a good build-up so i you know i'm i'm kind of hoping that that's something they do something with that is, is what i'm saying you know first of all um yeah fuck you for taking like i really i i that's been my thing to believe that Ward and Garrett are actually brothers. Oh, okay. I've been believing that. Like, I, th- I might have said it in the last review. I was going to say it right here. But yeah, I, I, I've been thinking the same thing. Like, I, they're too close. Like, the, who do you owe that much to? Like, and remember, all the stuff that Colson has done, he's done with that team with Colson and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he still owed Garrett more. Brothers just seems like family's got to be the only thing. And then they, the way that Garrett just treats him, it's almost like a little brother. I really, I, I really, and 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 also the way Ward treats Garrett like a younger brother, mm-hmm. where he's like kind of like, come on, man, you really got to try to kill my girlfriend. Uh, there's a scene where he's just where he's giving this. Oh, there was this one time, and he's like, I don't, I don't even care about this shit, man. I just betrayed everybody I love. Like, like this is so like you know, little brother droning out bigger brother thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I believe that. So there's one. And then two, what you also said about raising the episodes in the past. This has been my biggest thing, and you know, I'm saying this as a person who does episode reviews himself of different TV shows. But I try to make a point of of of, of bringing this up periodically when there's a, when there's an episode that I don't like. Cause I said the same thing about the mid season finale. I was like, mm, 
you know, I felt I, I lowered it because I thought Mike Peterson was dead. But I said, if they bring Mike Peterson back and he's not dead, then that episode gets raised up way more because it, it doesn't take away everything. It's really hard to review episodes of a season when you haven't seen the big picture, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I feel like even you, you, you have to go back and revisit some of these things because an episode that doesn't mean a lot, like I think that well episode was also the, the Thor of the Dark World one too, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's also my, my least favorite too. But if they come back and, and they find, and you find out the Ward and Garrett are brothers and you give you more backstory on that part, then yeah, that episode then becomes, you know, an important piece. I still might not like it as much, but it's such an important piece and it's such an important episode that you can't hold it against it. It's like, you know, this is one of the things that uh, I'm not proud that we've become mm-hmm. where we start trying to review TV shows like you do movies. Yes. And it, it's kind of hard to do it with movies too because, you know, sometimes you watch a movie, you're very excited or you're, you're put off by it. Then you watch it again, you're like, oh, I don't like it as much or I like it more now, you know? Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense. Uh, two things. One, last night someone told me, they didn't like the way DC was setting up their live action movies compared to their animation. And I was like, I like their live action movies. Mm-hmm. Like I've enjoyed Man of Steel. I've enjoyed all the Batman movies. And they were like, yeah, well, the way they're setting up the next one, you know, I could tell or something. I was like, how can you tell? It's not out. Right. And they, they kind of haven't really released a lot of information, to be quite honest. Which like, I like. We really don't know what that fucking movie is going to look like. Like mm-hmm. other than people calling it Batman versus Superman, we don't know. And, and I was like, that culture of judging shit so early, like it can't even come out yet, mm-hmm. and you're already shitting on it, like, leave some room to be surprised, man. Maybe you will like it, maybe you won't, but like, you know, let's kind of relax a little bit and let them make the mistake before we start shitting on it. And that's kind of what happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in my opinion. A lot of people walked into it with predisposed, uh, or like with, with already having their made up their mind, and mm-hmm. they're just like, whatever happens is evidence that this show is shit. And that's the way I'm going to view it. And anything that doesn't fit that, I'm just going to say, well, they didn't need to, they need to tell me the whole story. It's like, it's a 22 episode season. They have 22 episodes to tell you the whole story. Yo, I I hear hear that from people. I'm like, yo, the scandal tell you the whole story? Right. You watch that. Like, the, the the orange and the new black tell you the whole story? No. The, I, was, the, I was listening to a show today where a guy was talking bad about like, well, you know, Spy- Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to have too many villains. Yeah, it'll have too many villains for one movie, but it's really two movies and maybe four. Because they've already said there's going to be a Sinister Six movie. They're thinking about doing a uh, Venom movie. What do you mean? Like, the, the, I, I know this is off topic, but I've seen some of those reviews, and this is why I'm like, I'm just going to wait until the movie comes out. Because I'm like, people are like, well, there's too many villains. You don't get a lot about them. I'm like, but you know that those villains are coming back. Right. So if you, like, it's like when people rated Amazing Spider Man 1 down because, well, they didn't tell us what was really going on, the, the untold story of Peter's past. I'm like, cause there's, you know, there's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's it's the first movie, and that's how I felt with Agent of the Shield. It's like you're four episodes in, people are going, "Well, what are we?" Oh, they're not telling us what's going on with, 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 with Coulson. It's like you have 22 fucking episodes, right? Like, Why would you tell that mystery in episode three so you can stop watching? Like that doesn't even make sense. You wouldn't right. even care because it's so it's, it, it's it will be so new to you. And not right. to mention, if they tell you that early, it's going to just lead to more questions. Like any reveal that happens that early in the series is not definitive. It's Okay, that just makes me wonder what else happened. Like, right. e- either you're with it or you're not. But when I saw a big-ass blue alien juice, <laughs> I, I was like, this just makes me have more questions. It doesn't answer anything other than that was weird. And that's kind of how the show's going to have to be or else, you know, it'll be a movie, like you said. 
Right, and not only that, but once you start, once there's there's no more questions for me to ask, what the fuck am I watching the TV show for anymore? Yeah. Like, why, why, why am I watching it? I just, I just think that, you know, everybody does it. I mean, I do it. We're doing it. Hell, we're on a, we're on a review right now. We're reviewing right. an episode. But I just think people have to be careful that you don't get too far ahead of yourself. And you have to kind of, sometimes it's okay to be like, I'm reserving judgment. Because sometimes, there's, like I said, that mid-season finale, I was like, I need to see what the next episode is going to be. Because if it turns out that Mike Peterson's alive, then I don't feel so bad about that episode because I don't feel like the, the complaint I had is no longer there anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, that happens so many times in a TV show, especially with Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. People were complaining about, you know, first like first two episodes, people were like, oh, the the it's so obvious they're going to make Ward and Sky a relationship. And then they end up making May and, May and Ward a relationship. Now they're doing the whole... Uh, May Ward and Sky thing, but now it's such an integral part of the storyline that you're like, it's actually pretty interesting now and what they're going to do. So now I'm actually glad they're doing it because that betrayal is going to be so big. It's like you need to have that kind of stuff in a TV show or you're not going to be engaged in watching it anymore. Um, And last thing, man, I really enjoy. uh, Okay, have you even read Moby Dick? Triplet. Yeah, have you? Fitz, that's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) like like seeing him so smart and so angry and get kind of out of control um so uh did i oh go ahead chris i was gonna say that's why i need triplet to be on the team because i need that i need triplet and 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 fitz going back and forth like yeah and 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 fitz you to do like fitz needs that he needs that guy that he he can go back and forth with that can match and i like triplet if he turned out evil I'm gonna be so mad because I want him on. I want him on the uh, the bus. I want him on the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Any, I, I like that. Anything that I forgot or left out that you guys want to bring up? Mm-hmm. All right, cool, man. I actually kind of hope that uh, they go back and get some of uh, the people from the past shows. Like I would like to see that Amador chick come back. Oh yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so like I thought she handled her business on the episode she was on, and. Uh, now that it's going to seem like it's going to kind of be shield getting assets versus Hydra trying to get assets. Um, seems like those kind of characters can come back into play now, even if it's for an episode or two, um, people might try to recruit them, you know, like the show can go so many directions at this point. And it seems like there's going to be Colson's crew, the, and the remaining people in shield, the government and Hydra, which, you know, could make for us, some interesting shit, man. There's only like three or four episodes left, so. And that's you know. just that. I mean, you don't count any other weird shit that might happen. Because remember what they were doing before Hydra came out? They were investigating 084s. So yep. still might have other stuff. So it's going to be interesting. Exactly. And the whole thing with the cellist might come into play. Like, it just seems like there's a lot at stake, a lot up in the air, a lot of ways they can go with this show. And I'm really happy about that. Uh, we didn't get any reviews this week, so there's nobody to induct into the the uh shit the agents of hydra and um <laughs> i didn't see oh we have one well i got this from the chat but it was one question but um it says uh it's from my man mike uh he says i wonder if ward will try to recruit sky to hydra after he's found out i don't think he will because i think he realizes that she wouldn't do it like it's becoming out it's coming out like in that conversation he had with reina mm-hmm. it comes out that ward is actually a really good agent mm-hmm. and I, I mean and what i mean by agent i mean a good agent i mean he's good at his job he's good at deep cover he's good at doing this stuff i think he's smart enough to know that she cannot be trusted if he was to try to recruit her in there Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. I don't think he'll do that because it just doesn't make sense. Like, he's too good for that. He's too good to make that kind of mistake. After all the shit he's done and fooling May. I mean, forget fooling Colson, forget fooling everybody. He fooled May. Right. He's too good to fall for letting uh, Sky be recruited into Hydra. He knows that's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't think she wants to be either. Like, after, um, in the, it's in the very beginning of the episode. Like, it's one of the first things ever said. But it goes back to maybe like the first or second episode of the season. Yeah. When Sky is like, you know, like this shouldn't be, this should be public knowledge, everything that's happening. And she finally admits, like, you're like to Colson, like, you're right. This should be a secret. Nobody should have to know about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, she's definitely like, at least to me, 100% on board with what Shield's doing. I don't think there's any way she'll switch up. Yeah. And even Ward says that he basically figured everybody out but Sky. Like, she was the question mark because she wasn't originally part of the group, which means he probably didn't have any information on her. She wasn't an agent. There was there was nothing for him to dig off of or to find other than her just showing up. So I don't think he would trust him, would trust her. And also, I think it's going to be interesting. I think that in the future, they're going to go into Sky's background and her history. I think they're going to talk about Simmons' background and her history because people forget that phone conversation that she had a while ago, and she kind of went off talking to her parents. She hadn't talked to her parents in a while. I think that, that that might come to play too. It's just going to be interesting to see where they go and where they take this um and uh yeah same thing man um i think next week has the potential to be a really fun different kind of episode because i think we're gonna get almost a horror movie with ward and um sky where she starts realizing he's not on the up and up but now they're kind of isolated and alone because they seem to be she wants to kind of get them away somewhere where they can talk about their relationship and jump his bones and I think we're going to get, you know, kind of a uh, The Shining sort of potential there where it's Ward uh, hunting down Sky uh, before she can, like, alert anybody uh, to try and then try to get her to, um, you know. I know they can't do it, but I would love it. You know, they're having a conversation. It gets hot and heavy. They end up having sex. They cut to the next scene, and it's Sky pouring her heart out to, uh, heart out to, to Ward as they lay in bed. Ward looks over at and goes, Hail Hydra. Right. <laughs> oh, that'll be so fucked up. Yeah, you know she's gonna catch him somehow, and it's just gonna turn into a straight up running yeah. through the woods horror movie. I, like, I don't want to say anything. Do you guys talk about like what like the coming attraction was for the next week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we do like, sometimes. Uh, I, I mean, the other crew is more into the spoilers and casting and all that shit. I'm not really into that, but um, yeah, unless it's like some major spoiler. I mean, no, feel yeah, free. I, I, from the next episode, I'm pretty sure Sky finds out. Like, a lot of shit is about to hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the coming attractions, it looks like it, there's a period, there's a moment where she's like in the bathroom looking in the yeah, mirror. Like, like out and shit. Yeah, and that's, that's classic horror movie shit where mm-hmm. you run into a bathroom, look at yourself being scared in the mirror, and the audience is going, Oh my God, you're so scared. What are you going to do? Yeah. And, and, and not to mention, if it looks like it looks like it's going to be like almost, uh, it might end up being something like Ward and Sky mm-hmm. are by themselves. Because if I'm not mistaken, the people that got let out the fridge are going to be fucking with uh, Colson's crew next episode. Mm-hmm. So it could be like maybe like most of them over there with though you know uh, Warren and Sky by themselves, and then her realizing the shit and trying to get everything done the proper way and shit. Like it's it's going to be great. Well, yeah. Well, um, let's go around the room. Get everybody tell everybody where to find you, Karen. Where can everybody find you online? You can find me online at the Blackout Who Tips uh, dot com. 
Uh, our show Twitter handle is at TVGWT. My show Twitter handle is say that again. That is in D-A-T. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, MovieTrailerReviews.net and search for Movie Trailer Reviews and Insanity Check on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and uh, at Insanity Report on Twitter. And what about you, Sterling? Uh, GatsPod.com for the website, uh, G-A-T-S-P-O-D. Um, the show Twitter, same thing, GatsPod. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Um, my personal Twitter is The Wound Guy. That's T-H-E-W-O-U-N-D-G-O-D. Uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash GatsPod. And you can always find me at your uh, nearest Hydra base. And you can find this show at FilmGeekRadio.com. Uh, Agents of Shield. Uh, there's a cast. There's also a bunch of other shows there, Cinema Fix and uh, you know other shows that that Andrew and those guys review. Um, leave us a five star review on iTunes and Stitcher. We promise to read it um, and add you to the team. Uh, just say Hell Hydra if you want to be on the Hydra cast. If you want to be on the Agents of Shield cast, go fuck yourself. You should also take some time out to donate to their to their site or um, you know. Uh, buy stuff with their Amazon banner. Um, and uh, make sure you find me out on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. Uh, I live tweet shows, Rod live tweets. Right now, I'm currently live tweeting The 100 and Game of Thrones, aka Them Thrones. So until next week, we are out. Hell Hydra. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!